Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I wanted to let you all know that it is going to be a somewhat shorter episode this week, as it's a combat one, which edit down to a nice, sizable chunk, but to counterbalance that, we should have that James D'Amato interview up as well this week, so look forward to that. In other news, Gen Con is almost upon us, and I wanted to let any listeners who are going to be there know that if you'd like to meet me, I will be at Gen Con, and you can find me on Saturday night at the One Shot Network get-together. You may also be able to find me otherwise around the floor. If you happen to spot me or recognize me, feel free to come by and say hi. I would love to meet you. With that out of the way, let's jump right in. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Rizzo, Ariston, and Godwin were set upon by a giant mammoth while in the company of a tiger folk hunting party. Would this creature live up to its name as a totem and a creature near a god, or would it be crushed as easily as some of their previous foes? What exactly would it mean to fell a beast like this? What unforeseen consequences lay in wait? So everybody needs to roll join battle. The mammoth got 10 successes, so it's going to have a starting initiative of 13. Godwin got one success. Starting initiative, four. Four shame. I am going to spend three personal. Awesome. Uh, Rizzo got two successes. All right, starting initiative, five. Erson got three successes. Starting initiative, six. And here is the group of Taiga Folk Hunters. So that's four, so they have a starting initiative of seven where they will be for the whole battle, because they are a battle group with static initiative. So this mammoth has charged in and uprooted a tree, throwing it across the clearing where you were examining these mammoth tracks. It was not unlike what Yorglip had described to you before. It has these enormous, shining tusks of blue jade and shining, beautiful fur. Every time it stomps, it smells of pine and seedlings. Its breath is unbelievably hot as it snarls at your collected masses. It rears up and trumpets a battle cry before it drives its head downward, trying to smash Rizzo into the ground. Are you going to bolster your defense or anything? You can increase your parry value if you would like. It's rolling 12 dice, Uh and it's two motes for one. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I will spend four. All right, so your defense is going to be eight against this. Mm -hmm. That is seven successes. So Rizzo manages to barely parry away the massive tusk of this creature as it comes barreling down on her. As we now see the collected group of hunters led by Irue as she screams, Now, I take the flank! And they all notch their spears into atlatls and throw them into its haunch. Can Godwin use flashing blade harmony? Uh, what does it do? When an ally within short range of you makes an attack, you may use this charm. Double tens on decisive or double nines on withering. Yes. Then Godwin will use it. Cool, cool, cool. So that's four successes from the battle group, which rolls over its defense by three. They get two dice of damage against it. 
and they deal one. As it's charging back, the spears fly into its haunches and draws some of its attention as it bucks its head away from Rizzo, sending a swirl of pine needles cascading through the clearing as we now move to Ariston, who gets to go first amongst the player characters. What's he going to do? Ariston's going to do Falling Hammer Strike. Want to describe what his attack looks like? And are you using your excellency at all? Yes. I will spend eight from peripheral. Excellent. So go ahead and describe it, and then I'll tell you what your stun bonus is. Ariston stares at the mammoth. He has never seen a creature like it before. There's nothing in the ocean that could even begin to look like this heaving but also beautiful animal and he digs his feet into the ground which sends a shock of pain through them but he kind of grits his teeth through it clenches his fist with the gloves around it and sprints towards the mammoth to punch it right between the eyes cool go ahead and add two dice to your roll Ariston got 18 successes okay so his defense is zero right now so all of those go straight into your damage but he has a soak of 16 because he's an enormous chunkus. So take two and add that to your raw damage value, which I believe is now 15, and roll that for damage. All right. 10 successes. So you bring him from 12 initiative to 2 initiative, gaining 11 yourself. So you rock it up to 17 initiative as you strike it in the face and the force from your blow sends the cascading pine needles out like a shockwave blew through them, and as the wind is settling down around you as you touch back to the ground, we see Rizzo preparing to move in for her strike. Um, Rizzo is going to use Diamond Body Piranha. Awesome, so go ahead and roll those dice. Sure. Uh, Rizzo got four successes. Take your soak value and add seven to it, and that is your soak for the rest of this fight. Okay, uh, that's going to be 15. Nice. As Rizzo's skin hardens with her usage of the charm, the air begins to still from the chaos that erupted not a moment ago, and we see Godwin. What's Godwin doing? Godwin is going to use Terrifying Battle Shriek. Alrighty, remind us again what that does. He rolls 15, and if it succeeds, then the target enemy must hide next turn. And if it succeeds, the enemy loses two initiative. Perfect. Do I get to know what I'm trying to beat? Three. Mama needs some mammoth tusks. Hot damn. Godwin got eight successes. The mammoth is going to spend a point of its willpower in order to resist the fear effect so it doesn't need to flee, Mm -hmm. but it does lose two initiative, which would bring it down to zero, but this has a legendary size merit, which means the only thing that can bring it below one initiative is a post-soak damage on an attack of more than 12. So it did drop down one point of initiative. If anyone can land a hefty blow on it next turn, then it will crash. So as Godwin's shriek resounds through the forest, we turn to the top of the round. Everybody regains five motes. Ariston leads this round in initiative with 17, so it is his turn, unless you wanted to do something, Lenny, which it looks like you might. (laughs) What gives it away? Godwin is going to use Flashing Blade Harmony again, which will double tens on Decisive or double nines on Withering Damage for Ariston. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Ariston, when you use um, 
Heaven Thunderhammer on the mammoth. Ariston takes a deep breath and he's a little tired, but the power of the blow has sort of reinvigorated him. And he decides to go one more time, but instead of going straight for the mammoth's face, he bounds around the side and jumps to deliver a kick to the side of its head that will hopefully knock it off its feet. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Are you going to use your excellency to enhance this at all? Yes. Ariston's going to spend eight. Uh, well, hold on. Oops. I should say, its defense right now is zero, and rollover oh. successes here are not going to add anything for you. Oh, so... No. Perfect. <laughs> Five successes? All right. Well, that hits a defense of zero. So go ahead and roll your damage, which is 17 dice. Five successes. Okay. Um, what does five successes read on the Heaven Thunder Hammer charm? Ariston deals four automatic levels of lethal damage and then is rolling again with seven dice of bashing damage. Wowzers. All right. So go ahead and roll that for me, please. Three successes. So you connect your foot to this mammoth's head and things almost slow down. We see the connection and we see ripples of fur and we can see a crack erupt along the jade that makes this thing's tusk. And almost like someone throwing a discus, this mammoth goes spinning back towards the tree line, almost visibly flattening out as it crashes into several hundreds-year-old trees, which come toppling down in front of it. Blood, you can see, starting to seep out of its fur. But you can hear something else, too. A clamor. It sounds like people are approaching from the direction the mammoth just got hurled in. Ariston resets to three initiative. It's the battle group's turn. They are going to continue their assault on the mammoth. They got five successes but they aren't going to accrue enough damage to knock it below one initiative. So they charge forward as Iroe says, Now! Now's the time! Now! And they peel across the plane and all start driving their weapons into the mammoth, but it's like striking iron and they are just scraping off of it. It is Rizzo's turn again. Yeah! I'm gonna use Excellent Strike! Awesome possum! Godwin's gonna use Flashing Blade Harmony. All right, everybody, listen up, because Rizzo takes her sword out. It goes, and then she holds it high to the sky. A lightning bolt strikes the tip, and then it shimmers a lovely iridescent purple and green color. She swivels it around in a windmill-like motion. She drives it down into the mammoth's stomach. She sheds a tear because she knows this is going to hurt, and she feels bad. She slices it down, and it ends peacefully. And she looks in the mammoth's eye and says, I love you, friend. And then she draws the sword back out, and it stops shivering, <laughs> and she was it away. Okay, so that sounds like you're making a decisive attack. Add two dice to your roll. Banger! Got a match. Are you? Bang! Um, that is 11 successes. Dang, but this is a decisive attack, so all all that rollover for not a whole lot, roll five dice for damage. But you get the double ten. <laughs> Three successes. Three successes. Dang, that is bananas. It's now at minus four to everything. Why is he not dead yet? Because it's an enormously healthy mammoth. Oh, okay. 
It's got, like, 20 health boxes. Mm. Rizzo has driven her blade into its stomach, which the other weapons could not pierce. She draws it out, the light still shining and dancing around it, as we turn next to Godwin. Godwin's just gonna attack point blank. All right, what's that look like? So Godwin, who is the furthest away from the mammoth at this point, having not attacked it yet, decides to furrow his eyebrows, straighten his glasses, and make a running dash towards the mammoth, picking up speed, and then as he's close enough, launches into the air, does a couple twirls of martial arts goodness, and proceeds to do a drop kick on the mammoth's forehead. Not because he was inspired by Ariston or anything, just because. Just because. All right, go ahead and add plus two to your accuracy roll. Five successes. So five, what is your raw damage? Twelve. So that's 17 plus the five. It's got a soak of 16, leaving you with one damage, and you need a post-soak damage of 12 or more in order to bring its initiative below one. So you wang against its forehead, but it still teeters on the edge of... A precipitous defeat, unable to be pushed across that precipice. As we end the round, and those footsteps that you heard earlier, that commotion, draws into the clearing. There are people wearing thick leathers, carrying whalebone weapons, scarred heavily, many of whom are wearing clothes with ivory adornments, all of whom are wearing a small, stitched-in, highly abstracted image of a mammoth on their clothing what the hell uh you shouldn't be here we shouldn't be here you shouldn't be here that's our totem we're here already so uh looks like you gotta back off unless you want to go where this mammoth's going um see here friends uh we um were given the task to take down this mammoth because so we don't have to tell him anything I think that would help the situation. Maybe we should do it after we kill the mammoth so that it doesn't come back and charge at us no, 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 no. when we're not paying attention. And it dead. I would agree. It's not quite dead. Oh, uh, I'll talk to them while you guys attack them because uh, I'm obviously not doing anything useful in this fight in regards to attacking it. And you no, know, believe it or not, I think I have people skills. Fine. All right, just keep them away from the mammoth. All right, I'll do my best. Okay, so they need to roll join combat now and. We can deal with that on their turns. They enter the battle at nine initiative. Dice gods hate us. Which actually puts them at the top of this round. Everybody remember that you've regained five motes. I don't care. Who asked you to do what? This is unacceptable. You're all going to die. There's going to be a pyramid of your heads in this clearing by the time we're done with this. Okay? And they all draw their whalebone weapons and charge at the lot of you. What? We can't respond. <laughs> all right. It'd be a pretty small pyramid. <laughs> you guys have a hunting party of like two dozen. Can Godwin use Majestic Radiance presence? On your turn. Damn. All right. So does anyone have a parry value of equal to or less than five? Equal to. Equal to. What are your soaks? Eight. Bye. Okay, so they're going to roll four damage against Ariston. Failing to actually injure him as they charge at him across the field. <laughs> like when a little kid tries to hit you, just put their <laughs> Yes. <on. laughs> that's funny. And three more dice against Godwin. So that's two damage against Godwin, who drops down to two initiative. Jesus. 
and the majority of the group is actually charging toward the taiga folk who are stabbing at the mammoth and they are tearing them off and clashing against them essentially trying to get them away from their totem animal and that's going to constitute the battle group's turn as well for the ice walkers and now it is Rizzo's turn. Godwin's gonna use Flashing Blade Harmony. Give Rizzo that little bumpy dump. I'm just gonna use Excellent Strike again. Rizzo had her sword by her side. She now swoops it around her back and through the front of her, still shining again. It cracks in the sky like two pieces of lightning hitting each other or like two of those rattlesnake eggs that you throw up and then they magnetize towards each other. She slices again towards the mammoth, creating a cross-like injury at the belly. So it's like an open wound. She takes her sword and puts it at her hip like a pistol, but she waits. Go ahead and add two. I'm assuming this is another decisive attack because I messed up and forgot to set you to base initiative. So you're at three initiative now. And so Godwin technically should have gone before you, but we're going to go ahead and roll with this. 13, right? Um, Rizzo got four successes. That's fine because the mammoth continues to have a defense of zero because you've really junked it up. Okay. Roll uh, three dice for damage. Okay. Rizzo got one success. So you slash into its belly, leaving another cut. The ice walkers who are charging against the taiga folk who surround you are trying to get in and dislodge you from their totem animal. Hot steam rises from the incisions you've left in its gut, and we turn to Godwin. It's his turn now. What's he going to do? Godwin is going to use terrifying battle shriek. So you're not going to talk him out of it. You're just going to try to shriek him away? Yeah. All right, cool. So go ahead and roll those 15 dice, unless you want to describe it for 17. Look, you don't want to be here. You don't know what you're messing with. All right? We've got a thing to do, and we're going to do it. All right? And we don't want you to be part of that battle. You know, it would be nice if you didn't have to die or kill the taiga folk. You should just put your weapons down and walk away and find another totem. Maybe like a squirrel or something. We're not in the mood for hunting squirrels. So go ahead and roll 17 dice for that terrifying battle streak. And then we'll say what happens after that. So intimidating. Yeah, the chances of this not scaring them away are very slim. (laughs) Kevin got three successes. That's one shy of their resolve. I'm sorry, buddy. You jinxed it. If you think that we're going to walk away from this... Yeah. You think that we're just going to accept this? Yeah. You are so stupid. I have been told that. <laughs> we will bring the wrath of the Ice Walker Coalition on you if you lay another finger on our totem. What if I don't do it and somebody else does it? That was the collective you. Oh. Hmm. Understood. The Bull of the North will personally disembowel you and wear your intestines as a garland. Do you understand me? I don't think they're long enough to constitute a garland for the Bull of the North, but I think the imagery is entertaining. And at the end of this little repartee, we move back to Ariston at three initiative. What's he going to do? Godwin, while whimpering, somehow manages to still use Flashing Blade Harmony. Ariston is going to make a withering attack on the mammoth. What look like that does? Ariston looks around and you can see it's one of the, another rare is, instance where his eyes are not matching the ocean. They're sort of a light violet color. He's stressed out right now because he has these people coming and the mammoth is just grotesque in its defeat. 
but in his mind right now is not to kill it just to get it closer to not having as much pain and let the others finish the job so he clenches his fist once again and is ready to hit it in the skull a second time cool 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 so go ahead and add two dice and a success to your roll uh roll your weapon accuracy Harrison got six successes 13 is your base damage right yes so 19 minus 16 uh, I think that you have an overwhelming value of five. Three. All right, so roll three dice for damage, except there's no point because your post-soak damage did not exceed 12, so you cannot crash the mammoth. So just don't roll. Yeah, because it's stuck at one initiative right now. Okay. And passing to the mammoth's turn, it slowly and shakily begins to stand, the incision along its underside flapping open, threatening to burst out its innards on the forest floor. And as soon as it stands, you can see the jade in its tusks begin to glow and intensify. The ice walkers stop trying to pull taiga folk off of them, and all of them fall and start praying and weeping at this thing. You can see its hair begin to stand up on end and electricity crackle across its body. You can see its eyes bugging out and panicking. You can see the blood vessels inside of them starting to burst. The enormous puffs of breath that it is exhaling are getting colder and colder as a crackle of electricity begins to play down and then back up and then down again the space between its tusks and it bellows. It bellows out everything that it has. Its scream balds the trees and birds go flying through the clearing. Lightning bursts out, striking at everyone around, except for the praying taiga folk. It bellows, and it bellows, and it bellows. It seems like it's never going to stop. And then it does. I need everyone to roll a difficulty 5 dexterity plus dodge check. Godwin will spend 5 excellency, which is pushing his amount of peripheral motes used to 9. Perfect. Five successes. Hot town. All right, on to the next one. <laughs> uh, Rizzo has no successes. Do you have any ones? Nope. All right, good. Five. All right, so Rizzo is going to be the only one who takes this, as well as the Ice Walkers. Rizzo and the Ice Walkers all take five levels of aggravated damage. The electricity peels across the gathered people, and it begins to rend their flesh, tearing it away like an incredibly painful whip. Some people are still pushing forward. Yorglip and Iroe are trying to charge the beast as their cheeks and arms are raked by this electricity. Rizzo is also overcome. Godwin and Ariston manage to duck out of the way just in time. Iroe and Yorglip both have their weapons drawn and are bearing down on the beast. But before they manage to strike it, each of them poised, determined to take this final blow, the mammoth falls of its own accord. It put everything that was left of itself into this. And now there's nothing left. It falls over. An empty husk. Just meat and bone and parts. The air is incredibly frigid. You can feel that the forest and the tundra, they're empty right now. The ice walkers are shakily beginning to stand. 
angry, distraught, tormented. What do you do? Rizzo, Arison runs over, seeing how damaged she is. Rizzo, Rizzo, say something. I can, I can heal it. Just, just say the word. That's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. What? No, you, you're clearly hurt. Please. Yeah. There's other people who are worse than I am. I'll live. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you rush off to her, but I'm sitting here. Got me on the stomach, huh? I don't know if I can stand. All right. All right. Are you sure? I'm fine. Okay. Your clip needs it. Okay. I'm strike like wolf. <laughs> you know, strike like wolves needs it too. Help your clip first. He's, he's our friend whether he wants to admit it or not. So you guys are just going to stand here and start picking people up? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. You're just going to ignore what you just did? Yeah. We had, we, this is what we were supposed to do. We won. Now, if you know what's good for you, get out of here. Scram. Ignore what we did. You're the ones stacking pyramids of heads, killing innocent people, not giving a damn about it. Shut your mouth, foreign scum. You don't even understand where and when this started, okay? You and just called my draws... friend. Uh, and uh-uh, I'm not done. You just called my friend foreign scum. You're not being very nice. We welcome all people and you aren't. Um, how are we supposed to feel sorry for you or even care? I'm the only one that gets to pick on Ariston. He draws his whalebone sword and throws it in the middle of the clearing, and it lands planted into the ground. You missed! I didn't miss. What, is there some kind of target on that ground? Yeah, you, you definitely missed. This is a challenge. A declaration. You it. struck us so low. I'll strike you again. I'll drop kick you in the face. No, you're not going to be punching down anymore. I mean, this is the bull's problem now. And he turns and motions for the rest of the ice walkers to start walking away. Yeah, well, tell the bull we're waiting. Tell them to stop taking their sweet damn time. Hmm? Nice of you to run away from a fight, you fart. Rizzo, that's really rude. I don't understand this hypocrisy that arises anytime there's war. I don't get it. How can someone not see the blood on their hands and act like what you have done is terrible? It's like, point out the splinter in your eye while you've got to fucking log. I know that I'm the one who asked you guys to do this, but there is a substantive difference between killing a god and killing a people, I, I guess. We knew it was going to make a mad, we just didn't think that they'd be here to see it. Maybe to you, but killing innocent people is never lesser than anything to me. See, my opinion was to kill them so they don't tell the bull, but I think you guys are leaning towards being better people. I think the bull would have found out, Godwin. I think the bull probably would have figured it out. You think so? Yes, I do. I mean, he's like us. He's not some general, some realm. What if you're wrong? Mm. You know what, then I'll take being wrong. Right now, I'm going to heal as many people as I can. Here, strikes like wolf. Yeah. I'll help you. Thanks. All right, I'll keep Rizzo occupied so she doesn't think about the pain while she's waiting. Thank you. Hey, Rizzo. What? You want to play a game? What kind? I don't have to What? Riddles. Yeah. All right. I don't have to get up, do I? No. Because I'm in a lot of pain. Obviously. So, uh, three solar exalteds walk into a bar. Godwin, this is painful for me and I'm not even hurt. <laughs> Don't you have something else to do? Arison walks away. Three solar exalteds walk into a bar. What do they order? One orders alcohol, one orders green tea, and the other one orders water. Hey, you got the riddle right. You know what you get? What? Another riddle. Oh, no. Uh, I've got a riddle for you. <laughs> All right, go. Who has two thumbs? I didn't get to land the killing blow on that mammoth. This guy. You got it. 
but I do have some interesting uh, hot goss for you. All right, spill it. Spill it like Rizzo spilled the guts of that mammoth. You know who's a real coward? This Those guy. Ice shits. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, I know, right? They ran away from the fight and said they're gonna, you know, oh, we're gonna bring back the bull to fight our. They're gonna fight. call their mommy. Come on. They weren't even hurt, and I was standing there. I've got like fourth degree burns from lightning on me. I was gonna cut them down. Cat. Oh, you were going to cut them down. I was going to cut them down. You both would have done it. All right? You both cut them down. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just, uh, I haven't felt the head alive in a long time. So, uh... uh g- guys? Yeah? Y- you filled the ore into the bag, and I-, I don't know if you wanted to head back to the village, or uh, if after Eriston here uh, pitched everybody up, you wanted me to take you to uh, where I can teach you more about the temple you were looking for. Yeah, a nice place to lay down would be nice, too. Could we uh, take some of this jade tusk with us? Is that of any value? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, take what you will at this point. You, you, you did most of the culling, so you're going to take some of that. You, you definitely have a stake in this. Loot, 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 loot. I mean, we don't need it, right? Harrison's filthy rich. I'll take a little piece of it so that you can't give me any excuses to not let him in. My magical properties. All right, we'll take it. All right, everyone takes a little bit of jade, but I'm not lugging around a huge piece. Oh, just fill your pockets. Okay. Okay, but are, are we heading back to town, or am I going to take you you guys? Let's go um, back to town first. Yeah, I, I can't do anything right now. Okay. Do we have wheelbarrows nearby? Rizzo. We, we, brought st- we knew we were going to be killing a mammoth, so we got some stuff. <laughs> okay. Rizzo, I'll give you a piggyback ride. Yeah, but you're going to be touching my tummy, and it hurts, and I don't want that, please. Okay, well, then I guess we're just going to leave you. What? We have stuff to carry people. It's for the tusks. No, and you the said meat. Fi- no, no, you said fill our pockets, and then you didn't even know about that s- the stuff that we had brought till I asked about it. So, how big do you think these tusks are? Look at them. They're you- like bigger than you. Fill your goddamn pockets. Yeah, they're full. Oh my fucking god! Just get the wheelbarrow. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? I will say this is surprisingly relaxing. Really? I always get really stressed every time I come. There's something nice about sitting down, having tea like this. It makes me feel calm. How are you calm despite Rizzo bouncing up and down on that stool? It's like a little song. Sorry. I tune into it. I, uh, I, I think I ordered the wrong tea today. This one has a lot of caffeine. It happens to us all, I guess. Just make sure that you don't do anything silly. It seems like your friend there is on edge. Uh, Godwin's always on edge. Thanks for sharing your opinion, Rizzo. Isn't that a good thing? Like, you're always alert? Well, no, you're it means like, I'm on the, the You're the cusp. edge of your seat. It means I'm on the cusp of, of snapping. Oh, I thought that meant you're on the edge of your seat, like you're always ready. You're ready to go. No. Th- I think it could there's be a, either of them. Th- yeah, there's a few interpretations. I mean, also there's on the edge. There's a look in his eye. It's not a good look. Oh. What? Well, how do I not have a good look? I think this look is phenomenally better than uh, a year ago when I had yeah, I guarantee long, that. shaggy hair. I don't have that point of reference. All I have is the crazy look in your eye. The crazy look in your eye. Are you intimidated by it? I'm wary. I'm not intimidated. What? <laughs> wary? Is that like sad? Wary. I'm, I'm aware. And I'm ready, you, to, I'm ready drip, to take action. You get a wary eye? I'm ready to take action. You don't know what, what wary means? Grammar is not Rizzo's strong suit. That's a, it's a term thing. It's not grammar. Well, Never heard it before. Uh, okay. 
I guess I can't judge you. There's a lot of stuff I haven't heard of, too. Are you vocabulary shaming her? I'm not shaming her vocabulary. I'm just surprised that she didn't know what the word worry meant even in context. That's beside the point. I don't know if it was in context. Can you say it? Can you use it in another sentence for me? I was wary when I was walking down a dark alley at night. That That's probably a good usage. See, but you could be jubilant while walking down a dark alley. I would. You do you. I was wary when the man pulled out a knife is that better you but you have though, abs you could take care of him real quick at that point if he pulled out the knife and you weren't wary before that you failed mm. okay okay let's, just, let's not critique when in the moment i was wary just you the- started they started critiquing me first for oh, the record i was so if you're gonna start cutting me down i'm gonna start cutting you down because you know what i'm wary i was wary that people didn't know the word wary and i was trying to defend your use of the word I'm not sure you guys understand the gravity of this situation. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. I've, have I've have heard we heard of gravity? Yeah. yeah. I have, not in I've the sense that. of like science. You mean have we heard someone use gravity in that way? Yes. Actually, yeah. only one other time. You remember? Yes. We don't really talk about it much. I what, mean. What happened? What was the sentence? Uh, I like this. I will say, Rizzo, you delivered it better, but. Thank you. I remember, I think it was in a bar back home, and someone ran out of alcohol. I didn't, I didn't think it was that big of a deal because I didn't drink, but this one merman was really upset, and he told me, Arison, I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation. You were in a bar and you don't drink? You don't drink? Not really, no. I don't, never felt the need to. Ariston, that's a huge chunk of your life you're missing out on. I don't drink. You know I love drinking. Rizzo, mm. I respect all the decisions you make. Mm, thank you. Ariston, on the other hand, that's ridiculous. You guys put mint in your tea here? Yeah. Sometimes. It's nice. It's, uh, it's got a lot of cooling effects, and yeah. it's actually very good for you, and it's very good for your digestive system as well as your immunity, mm. I think. Do you drink? Drinking right now, aren't I? I meant like... Uh, So drink has a double double meaning to it. Do you drink alcohol? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. I've done it before. Would you say that getting regularly drunk at a tea place in the afternoon is a problem or just a normal thing? Because there seems to be some disagreement on that within our group. I feel like you're pointing fingers. I'm not really just stating a fact. Facts that are directed uh, subtly... In implying that they're at me. From where I stand, if you're doing that at that time of day on a regular basis, you're probably not contributing what you should be contributing to the rest of your community. You should be doing something like being out hunting, repairing meat, unless you woke up early, got back from a hunt, and are celebrating. What if you were literally the leader of your community? Well, that's basically like me, and I would call you useless. (laughs) Because you're sitting around when you should be doing something. You should be leading, and you're sitting around. Okay. In the afternoon, and you're getting drunk. That's a bad move. That's a bad look. Okay? Okay. Bad luck. Yes, sir. Good. I'm a woman. Sorry, <laughs> ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm just... We all knew she was a woman, Godwin. I'm I mean, sweating. Really... <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> I get nervous around alphas. It's pretty funny. It's why I never get nervous around you, Ariston. That's I can't imagine fine. you were respected as a leader, quite frankly. The way that you talk to him, the way you talk to people, it's shameful. It's shameful. Disgusting. For shame! Rizzo. I'm sorry, this stuff is really strong. God, is this green tea? I think this is green tea. Yes, you ordered green tea. Wow. <laughs> this stuff is strong. I should ask if they change the, uh, the type of tea they're using. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. It means so much to me. And if you'd like to get in contact with the show... 
You can feel free to do that on Gmail at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr and Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. Also, a reminder that our theme music is new by Elvis Herod, and I'll see you next Tuesday.